welcome back to Laughter the Club. Um, we are going to. St- oh, that's so good. Um, we haven't. To- we haven't even started. We're already getting panned by the critics. <laughs> it has Amazing. to be Friday. It has to be yeah. LTC. Yep. Um, so we're going to start off uh, this week with a bit of a conversation Swites and I had last week that we were unable to release. So we'll be right back. Let's uh, get into some of the crazy bullshit that's been going on for the last week. What? Um, so we obviously had uh, all the Kanye goings on. Mm-hmm. And, and then Kyrie started. What's that? Is there? there I'm getting something in the background. Might be my dishwasher. Might be the fan on my computer just turned on. Oh, all right. Well, oh, there it goes. Turn, I just stopped. All right, whatever. Um, and then we got into after Kanye's crazy bullshit or simultaneously therewith, with uh, got into all the Kyrie crap, and that's been interesting unfolding over the last uh 24 hours or so, 48 hours, more actually just half hour, 45 minutes ago. Nike announced that they're cutting ties and they're not gonna release his new signature shoe. So um, we've been discussing this over the chat for the last week or so with, you know, you and me and Jeanette and a few other people. And it was actually Jeanette's idea that we thought we'd give you a little clear out, give you a little ISO and um, let you uh, speak your mind on this a bit because you've had some uh, strong takes on it. So go for it. So for our audience, I'm not a religious person, but I grew up in a Jewish household. Uh, I grew up in a community that was predominantly Christian and I was the only Jewish person in a lot of, you know, people I went to school with, people I went to university with knew. Um, So I have been answering questions my whole life from people about uh, Judaism, uh, anti-Semitism, just weird conspiracy theories. Like that is not new to me. Like Judaism is really weird because it's looked at as both a race and a religion, depending on the context. Um, people hear my last name and a very common response in my life is, oh, that, that sounds Jewish. It's like, no, it doesn't. It's, it's German. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it sounds similar to some Jewish names, but my, it's just people will just attribute things. So I get where a lot of uh conspiracy theories and anti-semitic rhetoric sort of starts from but i just find it baffling the way that Kyrie's, you know handled this as far as you know just not even apologizing not understanding you know you're in brooklyn which is one of the three biggest jewish areas in the world not just the country the world like um it's baffling to me that he just handled this so poorly, but I guess I'm not surprised with it after all the vaccine stuff from last year. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, um, hi, Annie. We're now joined by Andy as well. We were, we were just, uh, talking about some of the, uh, it's a little bit of a serious moment here, but we we're just talking about some of the, uh, Kanye and Kyrie stuff. Um, oh. okay. Um, but sure. It's like, one of the things that kind of 
stuck stood out to me um i guess at least when you compare those like the two two individuals um was like kanye was much more i guess blatant about it but also i and i by no means am i excusing anything i just think that dude is actually like has some I think he's like desperately unmedicated. This is what I'm yes. trying to get at. Kyrie, Kyrie comes off that he's uh, just trying to be smarter than everyone else. You know, sort of how Aaron Rodgers does that all the time and, and whatnot. Um, and just thinks he's just super intelligent and the smartest person in the room and doesn't need to do things. Where Kanye comes off as he's having a mental break and he's a bit of a uh, he views himself as such a twisted genius and, you know, there is a large amount of Jewish people in the record industry on the exec side, I'm guessing. And he's feeling attacked from how his career has been, how it's going and lash out from that. So, yeah, it, it it's two it's two very different situations, but. Man, I don't know what the hell's going on all of a sudden, but it just like seems like it's maybe it started with the Kanye stuff, but it's all over the like the anti-Semitism shit is all over. I mean, you saw in New Jersey yesterday there was a statewide um, warning issued for all synagogues because they thought there was a credible threat. It's like, yeah. I mean, there's pre- there's pretty much. I mean, in the U.S., it's 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 weird because you know. Um, Muslims deal with this all the time. Jews deal with it. Like anybody that's not white and Christian deals with this kind of rhetoric. When somebody speaks up, it just antagonizes more and more people. Obviously, the Trump administration did not uh, did not subvert any of that. A lot of that came out more. Um, people stopped hiding it and whatnot. And yeah, this happens. I've uh, my mother worked for a Jewish organization. I know people at synagogues that have been targeted. We, you know, um, that's not uncommon. Luckily, I don't think there was any actual violence yesterday, but no, no. it's it's not a surprise. It's usually not coming from other minorities. Um, it's usually usually it's coming from white people, but oh, it's, usually it's, Christians. It's, yeah, it's me and Andy, like just like the average white guy. <laughs> we're the scary ones let me tell you white guy sure. sounder yeah well it, it was interesting too because like growing up like you know i i knew i was not a visible minority but i felt like a minority so it's just you still you had a bit of a, a connection to you know the handful of black students that i was at school with you know we we did have a little bit of a connection because we were treated differently at times for different reasons um, I don't think any of us, just where we grew up, ever felt like we were in danger for the most part or anything like that. But it just, you know, you just, you recognize that, you know, I have to adapt for all these people. They're not adapting for me. There is that element to it or, and, and whatnot. So, well, and to your point that you made earlier, um, you were talking about how when you were growing up, like you were very often the only Jewish person that, anybody had met before or something along those lines right yeah and it was something that had never even really occurred to me until my sis-in-law from ohio moved out here 
Um, and she said the same thing. She's like, I, I didn't know any, I, I didn't met, I never met a Jewish person until I went to college, basically. Um, yeah. And, Depending on where you went to school too. It's, I mean, well, I mean they went it, to school in Tennessee, so I'm sure there was a grand total of three. I don't know, but I don't know what the, the yeah, it's, it's population is like, but I mean, at some point, I mean, even when I was at university, somebody came up to me who knew I was Jewish and said, Hey, do you want to go speak to this panel to the school? Because they want to just learn about, you know, different ethnicities that go to the school just because, you know, and I basically sat there and explained, like, you keep planning exams during these holidays. <laughs> like, like these are like basic things like that, you know, you would think to work around, but just like, there's no concept. It was me. It was another student who was Muslim, another student who, um, I think there was a there was a few religions represented and then a few like there was somebody who was vegan so like talking about like some of the food choices like just sort of those kind of conversations but it's just like the school just had never had to, to deal with that they haven't had a population that really uh required that or you know i mean obviously you know how to adapt i don't demand that the entire school change something you just don't want to be punished for it. it's like if i have to miss school because there's a holiday that I have to be home with my family for. You just don't want to be punished for attendance issues or anything like that. Right. Oh, Andy, we just lost Andy. His wife summoned him. Alas. Um, so in there. Yeah, I have not. Um, to to tie this back into sports briefly, if I might. Um, you know, there keep there's been a lot of talk about at least the last few days, at least in, in LA, Southern California and the media around here, there's been a lot of talk about whether the Lakers trade for Kyrie. And yeah, I'm diehard Lakers guy. That's my number one team, number one sport, not even close. And it's such a goddamn terrible idea. I have no interest in having this dude. But to your point earlier about Brooklyn, LA is also one of those places, particularly you know the West Side, that is like over like a very large Jewish population. Yep. And actually, it was Ant who was asking me, like, what what it would what he what I would what I thought it would do against LeBron's legacy and against LeBron specifically if they brought Kyrie in and. One, I'm like, I, I don't really know that that's a LeBron issue so much. It's more of a Lakers franchise issue. But I just don't know how you can. I don't know how you can have that guy on a team. Period. But particularly in a city like like Brooklyn or like in New York or L.A., it's just. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like the Lakers have enough prestige where they could possibly get away with it just because they have such a national fan base. Boy, and they're um, so goddamn bad. But yeah. But and if it gets them away from Russ, like even better. Um but yeah, I don't it'd be hard to 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 sell. I mean, especially how Kyrie has been the last few years. Like he's he had you know, he does not have a track record of being a good teammate. He does not have a track record of um, helping positions and situations. 
He doesn't play all the time. He's going to be a distraction. Um, he's not really worth that kind of risk. No, I really don't. Oh, God. I really don't think so either. My internet connection is unstable. This is terrible timing. Just like you. <laughs> not always. Um, all right. I'm going to make. All right. This is what I'm going to do. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. We'll see if that lasts. So, oh, shit. All right. And welcome back to Laughter at the Club. Uh, tonight, it's myself, Jeff, out in Orange County, and Jeanette up in LA. And we're going to have a little uh, Jeff and Jeanette show tonight. Maybe somebody else jump on, but we'll see. So, what's going on with you, Jeanette? Not much. Just, uh, I really don't know how, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, you've watched a lot of like history channel and documentaries and you're like, wow, I wonder if those people, when they were living history, what were they thinking? What was it like that they even realized they were living through that moment? And we're kind of caught in that space right now of like what's going on with Twitter and how just because you believe yourself to be the smartest person in the room doesn't necessarily mean it to be true. Um, I think what's going on with Twitter and Elon Musk definitely proves or disproves, no, it disproves the belief that incredibly wealthy people are also incredibly intelligent or can apply this intelligence that led them to their wealth in quotation marks to other avenues of their interest or real life um, pursuits, because everything that has been going on since he took over, was it last week? God, it, seems, it seems like it was a day ago. It seems like the world has fallen apart in, in a day, but I'm not sure. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it just seems like so spectacular um, that we went from zero to setting the world ablaze literally in the click of a mouse. And I think there are a lot of app comparisons to like the sinking of the Titanic and all these other all these other things. And yeah, I'm kind of like trapped in that moment of do I save myself or do I just sit back and enjoy the end of the world with everybody else? I mean, you know, it's literal and figurative, however you want to take it, the, the end of the world stuff. I mean, it's Twitter, but then there's actual like end of the world shit going on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's and it's and it's incredibly fantastic because like I think this would be as close to what it would be like if aliens decided to in to enter Earth's orbit, not necessarily to like fight us or enslave us or all the stuff that we've been told that's going to happen if aliens come to Earth. It's just you wouldn't know which spaceship to look at, and I think that's what's going on with Twitter because. It isn't even a day-to-day -day thing. It's every moment there's like a new bomb or something that's just detonating and there are ripple effects. And 
like you want to you're, you're bring like the group chats have been on fire with like all these tweets and you're enjoying the humor and everything of it and then it's like oh shit look at over here like, yeah so it's like i don't know it's it's been unbelievable and like all right as somebody who like by the nature of my job i have to deal with a lot of well, very wealthy people normally i will tell you you're absolutely correct like even if people make their wealth because they're really smart they're really smart at one thing usually and when they try to get cute and do anything other than that one thing it a lot of times goes to shit but yeah i mean to your point like in my mind i'm just thinking all right he's gonna fuck up twitter he's gonna bring back some idiots something like that and then he announces the blue check mark thing and i'm like all right this is dumb but i didn't realize that they would just be handing them out to everybody like i didn't realize at the time there would be no verification whatsoever yeah anybody that had eight dollars in their bank account at the time it was the oprah's um you know yeah. what is it her favorite thing you get a car you get a car and, and also now that it's been suspended do you get your eight dollars back or like is there's that no pro- chance in hell yeah how do i like how do you get your refund for eight dollars is it prorated or it's like you know what we'll roll over your eight dollars into like two or three um Super was it likes. super super follows? Yeah. Super follows rather, yeah. Or, or remember because he said he was going to put adult content on Twitter. It's mm-hmm. like it's like whatever the subscription fee for for adult Twitter, um, will roll it over to that. So if that's going to be, I don't know. Um, I also think he really fucked up with pricing eight dollars. I really thought he was either going to go like you know four twenty or six sixty nine. <laughs> you know. Uh huh. Because I'm like, I'm like, those are his, those are his favorite numbers or like, um, some variation of whatever he named this kid with Grimes. What is it like? I God, I have no idea. Like, yeah. There's some symbols in there. I don't remember how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think it's like art. Yeah. Ted. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. it's, like, it's like Madeline. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you though. The Teslin. The thing that has really blown me away by this whole thing, and I saw a tweet about it earlier today that kind of like encapsulated it, which is like Elon inadvertently created one of like the biggest artificial disruptors of capitalism in the history of mankind. Because if you think about this shit, all right, you saw the Eli Lilly thing right where they like said they were giving out for for those who didn't say see they said they were making insulin free and that was not eli Lilly. it was just a verified fake eli Lilly account their stock price was down over six percent today there that's billions i think um i think who was it one of the big um weapons manufacturers got hit also but it's not just like in the Eli Lilly case, it wasn't just that Eli Lilly got hit. Sanofi Aventis got hit. Like other drug manufacturers took a huge chunk, like lost a huge chunk of their equity today. And at the same time, he's pissed off because because advertisers are pulling out. And in what universe would you want it to be even possible that you were on Twitter 
I mean, I had a client this happened to in the last couple of days where somebody made in, in one of their subsidiary businesses, somebody made a fake Twitter account for it and started advertising their products at like an eighth of what they actually sell them for. And it was a big fucking deal. Got to the board of directors at the company, got the SEC involved. It was a goddamn mess. And you, on top of that, Tesla stock is tanked because... Elon's been selling off shares to try to float Twitter, presumably, either to try to float it or try to cover some of the debt that he had to assume to make the acquisition happen. Twitter stock, which granted it's not really traded anymore, but the Twitter valuation is like eight billion or ten billion now or something like that, compared to the forty-four that he bought it for. And and I'm just like, dude. <laughs> What? How? How has he managed to cause all? And you, you know, there's people out there going like, "Well, this is his grand plan. He's just doing it to fuck with everybody, bro." You don't fuck with everybody when you have with that much money. Trust me, the most the one thing rich people want is more money. They don't throw it away. They're a lot of times they're cheaper than hell. I have a client that's worth a shitload. And he would always buy his Christmas tree on the 24th of December. Got a <laughs> yeah, discount. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, this is, um, this reminds me of, um, remember bef in, in a before times, um, we're going to kind of a history lesson here for some of you. Some of you may know this, some of you may not. But in, in the advents of the internet and people like buying um, their, the, you know, their websites, how they also would buy the domain names of something that sounded similar or something that might be like malicious. So like Apple would be buy like apples.com for this exact purpose because there were those companies knew that that a keystroke away someone would be might be fooled enough and you might see things there that were, you know, it might be as close to looking to a particular website you're looking for, but what they're putting out there is wrong or it's against like the company like hey this is how apple makes its its phones and its cars and the damage that it does to the earth and you know the the unfair labor practices in other countries etc cetera, etc cetera, right and this is kind of like what's going on right now and there's also like there is absolutely no way for these major companies to go out and like purchase like twitter handles because the shit posters and whatever you want to call these, like the fake verified, whatever, so much they're like a step ahead. Well, there's and, too many variations. And the only thing, the only thing that stopped it was ending the like not taking these people's money. Yeah. Well, and the you other know? part of that is that we've been like, as Twitter users, we've just been so conditioned to, okay, blue check mark. I could trust this. And then, I mean, only to a certain extent. Sometimes you'd have the fake check mark and you'd be careful. But but generally speaking, that was something we were, you know, you saw CNN check mark. Like, all right, I'll believe. It's gotten to the point where I, I imagine from an advertiser standpoint, hi, pal, you can't touch it. Because what the hell are you going to do? Unless, unless your stance is, we're not on Twitter at all. So if you interact with anybody on Twitter, it's definitely not us. What are your other? What's your alternative? 
because yeah. people are just going to get fooled over and over again. And Lord knows that there's enough olds out there that will never stop getting fooled. Well, even it's not even old. It's like it's everybody. Right. Because what they're also tapping into is like that, that ball sack mentality of they're giving you just enough in the Twitter and in, in these fake Twitter accounts that it's what you believe that corporation or that individual it's could could say in theory. yes and it's also stuff that you're like they had a change of heart so like if there was a fake fbi and they were like yeah we did jfk and 9-11 what are you gonna do about it like that would that shit would blow up pardon the the phrasing there right like because it taps into something that people are like conspiratorial yeah conspiratorial right or if there was like the one with the oj where he's like not gonna lie i really did that shit you know it's like that see i don't even think i think those aren't like i think the ones that are actually like really drafted as though like from a company or something like that the ones that are really harmful where it's like this is our new official policy and it's something that could be totally feasible. Like probably not out here. OJ's probably not out here saying, yeah, lie, doing that that's shit, why that, that, that Eli Lilly one hit was particularly um, like damaging because it, it, the, the cost of being an, an insolent dependent person or having an, you know, having an insolent dependent person in your life is just, you know, it's just so devastating. And when you also know that the intent of that drug, when it was of 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 manufactured insulin, the, the creator, he didn't want it to be something that because you don't have enough money, like you're supposed to die. It was just the fact that the patent get got souped yeah. up and it's for profits, everything else that we have in, in our country. So like, yeah, like imagine like when all the fake accounts that were created and tweeting under him, well, people switched over their stuff and began impersonating him that's when he saw the maliciousness of it but then when these it was not the same people but when other people were doing it and they were you know assuming the identities of corporations or other individuals like uh biden and all the people that he does not particularly align with that's when he is like laughing and finds it hilarious and that's when comedy is legal but when it's an attack on him and the shit that he's doing, that's when he's like, oh, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the what is blown your mind most about Twitter in the last week? I think I mean, you, you guys you know, were talking about the insulin situation, and that's the thing that's most blown my mind. Now, I, I knew advertisers were going to pull out just because from from an optics point. But the fact that like that insulin company tanked that bad based off the tweet um was just really crazy and and shocking um but it just goes to show you like how how important you know truth is how important verified sourcing is like everything elon wanted to have his gotcha moment with with like the public and everything when it comes to like oh like you know going against traditional journalism or, or just things like that when it comes to whatever gripe he has a journalist. Cause he was attacking like journalists with like 2000 followers on, 
on Twitter uh, over all, all, a lot of this stuff. So um, I would say mainly that was, was the craziest thing, but I do like that um, fake Pepsi Twitter saying Coke is better. I thought that was funny. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was pretty good. That was a good one. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think like, you know, going off of what you're saying though, on one hand, like part of me, like, gets a get bit of a giggle out of you know oh this fucking giant pharmaceutical company tanked like shit and probably a bunch of their high level executives lost a shitload in equity value and gonna have to sell the fourth house now that bingo so <laughs> there's that and the end of but on the flip side is that like we all know how our 401ks and whatnot have been doing over the last year and to the extent that a lot of these companies are evil fucks, it was Northrop Grumman, by the way, I was talking about before, be the weapon manufacturer. Normally, I wouldn't. I mean, in a in a vacuum, I'm not really upset to see Eli Lilly or Northrop have like a really bad day on the market. But for everybody who's invested in that stuff and don't even know they're invested in that stuff because they're just signed up with their 401k at work or whatever. That can really hurt the average person. So that sucks too. Not exactly a change of topics, but kind of sort of a change of topics that I thought would fit in nicely here. And and uh, truth be told, really shit timing for me considering I'm in the midst of writing an article about crypto that's going to get published in a week or two. Yeah, so this FDX bullshit, huh? Uh, while we're on crazy ass shit happening online, which is, I just hope the Staples Center makes a return, makes a triumphant comeback because of, well, I mean, crypto as, sailing. As much as I like that thought process, I don't think Staples is really a booming enterprise right now. I think they've probably fallen off quite a bit since their, you know, investment in the late nineties. Stu Gotts might argue that they that Staples had its biggest year, so. Uh, I can't really look up Staples. Mar- Mavis Staples. <laughs> she's still ki- she's still thriving. Okay, <laughs> the last the last thing I saw of her, I think Sarah Spain went to saw her perform over the summer, and uh, uh, yeah, she was she was doing the damn thing. I I think in the back of my head, I knew she sang that song. Was it a uh, take Take Me There, Take You There? It's always it's in nope. all of the commercials. Take me home tonight. No, no, I'm kidding. You know, I, and, and oh, is it? I want to take you there, song. No, no that's, much, that's much. It's like it's in like horse. It's in horse commercials. <laughs> horse power. It's in car commercials. It's it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> How like a. How many song. horse commercials do you get in in South Los Angeles? <laughs> At Compton, there's a lot of horses in Compton. Oh, Monty. Yeah. Salute, El Monty. Yeah, salute. <laughs> uh, cut a hay. I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> so that the cavalry, Cody cavalry. Salute to those major salute there. Those politics llamas I saw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. That so her song is in in stuff, and um, it also happens to be one of like my least favorite songs in commercials, just because I feel like it, it's it's a song that gets used for everything because it's like I'm like. 
take you there. I want to take you there so you can use it for like, like I said, horses, other modes of transportation. <laughs> See, the only song that pops in my mind when I'm thinking about like a horsepower, <clears throat> horsepower commercial, like like a rock. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going for. Like a rock. Ooh, like a rock. <laughs> That's all we can afford. <laughs> yeah, no more rocket soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you get some like that's so you the, get some graphics the... in the background about like you know like towing capacity mm-hmm. and like JD load, Power and Associates capacity mm-hmm. maybe oh that's the guy from Hollywood Nights right he sings that song Bob oh, yeah Seeger Hollywood Nights such a good song Hollywood Hills yeah it's one of those he's got one of those voices that's in, easy to impersonate if you're just a random white guy. Uh, yeah, unlike me, I couldn't do Mavis Staples, but yeah. Listen, buddy, only staples we have in this house. Mavis Staples, the best staples. Huge. I, I just combine Stu Gotts and Trump every time I try to do that impression. I don't know what happens there. But yeah, dude, so I saw a picture earlier about the FD, of the FDX sign coming off the top of the arena. And good God, that shit happened fast. You guys, um, there's this movie or this TV show. I forget which one it was. And it was like this movie about with Lindsay Lohan. No, it was like about this cop or like a soldier being, it could have been a comedy, but they're like basically getting kicked out of their unit and they're having like all their patches and stuff ripped off their uniform to be humiliated. Do you guys think that's what's happening at like MLB umpire headquarters? Like they called out Joe West out of retirement and he's ripping all of the FTX patches off of the shirts. Oh God. I got, when I got when he West. gets to Angel Hernandez, it's like the biggest hole because he like also hates him. I, I got Joe West getting tired after ripping off one patch. You have like, a, you think he can do one patch? I mean if he had like pliers <laughs> like you really got his if he got his weight into it. Oh, oh no. Oh you know what would be good for that? They could either call in Barry Bonds, because, you know, I think he still has the arm strength to do something like that, or McGuire. Mm -hmm. So, like, they they line up all the umps, right? And it's, like, 30 seconds on the clock or something. It's, like, whoever can rip the most patches gets to be back on the Hall of Fame ballot. (laughs) Dude, I got to tell you, man. Oh, but... On the FTX um, oh, yeah, arena, the thing. So, um, RIP cryptocurrency. Um, who would have? Who would have thunk it? Right. <laughs> Look for my article coming out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> God, fuck my life. Who Who would have thunk it? Right. Who would have thunk it? But I'll be the when, when I was seeing that, I was like, "How come?" Like, and this is like totally serious. I'm not, you know, I know it's an easy joke and everything, but how come Spirit Halloween hasn't? Like, make the meme come true and actually, like, naming rights on a venue. Jeanette, I have a question for you. Yes. What do you think, like, the free cash flow is at Spirit Halloween? You think they're, like, mm. really raking it in a lot? Yeah, have to be. I, Halloween's I, a, bi- is a big holiday. I looked it up. Buddy, I looked it up. I saw $400 million. Okay, in revenue? That's Staples money, Jeff. But what is yeah. cost? Yeah. They're also like owned by the Spencer's gift people. 
And oh, if you know anything about okay. Spencer's, there's money in glow in the dark Still sex does. toys. Yeah. Penises. Rubber penises. Yeah, and and uh and, and bongs and you know it's all right, it's, never buy a bong at Spencer's. It, it's it's adult, it's the adult <laughs> version of Hot Topic. Yeah, phlegm. Just think about it. Every time that you've gone in there and you've bought a Dickies jacket and a studded out belt, you've helped out Spirit Halloween. But wouldn't it be like like if if Spirit Halloween actually like put their name up in lights in like a venue? I think it would be like so cool. If if I owned that arena and I'm fielding offers and it's and it's a it's a competitive bids that I'm getting. And I have Spirit Halloween, uh Bang Bros, uh what else? Um cocaine. what else? Yeah, c- c- cocaines, exactly. Why wouldn't I choose Spirit Halloween? Okay, I think so- it would be I think it would be delightful. I think, you know, the community, you you would get like a good uh, chuckle out of it. And it's, first of all, they got into this situation with FTX because they wanted the money. So if Spirit is coming with bags of cash, actual cash, not imaginary shit in a blockchain, why would you turn it down? Especially right now in your moment of desperation, Miami-Dade County needs the money. And if spirit halloween rolls up and they got it okay why would, why would you turn them away all right so i i have a reason why you would turn them away well two one i think that um they're they've learned just recently that perhaps going with big established names i'm not saying spirit's not a big established name in their own world but i'm just saying i'd probably rather have Name me another competitor to... Can you name a competitor to Spirit Halloween? Thank you. Rite Aid. Target. (laughs) Anywhere that sells cheap Halloween costumes. (laughs) Like, literally anywhere. You could have at least said Party City. Santee Alley. I have a Party City. Put your head in the game, Jivery. He's like, Santee Alley. Yeah. I mean, literally (laughs) any place that sells that crap. Like, that is their competitor. Um... (laughs) And so I'd rather have Rite Aid than Spirit, I think. But look, as long as, you know, mm. if, if if Twitter is on fire and, you know, if all the memes are going to come true, then let's get a building named after Spirit Halloween. I think it would, I think it would do a lot for, for morale, the economy. Well, see, that was my other. That and also when my... they do the, when they do like the, the announcement, the ribbon cutting and the banner goes up, of course, Spice Adams needs to be there with his yellow jacket with the behind a tree. Yeah, there you go. Complete, mm-hmm. complete it off. But so that's the other thing I was going to say, though. And this kind of comes back to the, uh, back to the Staples Center issue, too, is so when you're picking a, picking a sponsor for your stadium or your arena, whatever. You want something that not only makes sense from just a them paying you standpoint, but also kind of like meshing with whatever kind of branding you're trying to go for to some degree, I think. Right. Especially for a city like Miami, where it's like that might be the only place on earth where you can get away with a Bang Bros arena. I don't think they really would. But my question was going to be, 
I mean, they would name that. They wouldn't even consider naming that street after who was it? Uh, Canseco anymore? Well, honestly, <laughs> so what, they, what they what they Arod 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 they won't they won't. What they wanted to name, what Bang Bros wanted to name it was the Bang Bros Center. So it was the BBC, which is um, just perfect. Mm. But let's just say, let's just assume that there was an issue with Crypto.com that was similar to what happened with FDX. Now, I don't think that'll happen because the dude who was running FDX was just a sketchy douchebag. And... Basically lending money to his own company from the exchange that wasn't his. And Stop was- trying to save your article here. I've seen, I've seen, I saw this in an Isle of Lucy episode. She was juggling the books between her expense account and her woman's club account. And she ended up losing both of the monies. And then she had to do some harebrained scheme to try to raise enough money to make the books even. Uh, there I you think go. I was that when she climbed the like. No, that was a different episode. But she and did some harebrained scheme. You're yeah, asking and us about television shows. The, uh, tel- a specific Greg? episode I, that was made fifty years ago. Yeah, I need Greg Cody here. Um, <laughs> he would know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> if you but, know what I'm talking about, uh, tweet tweet at me if we still have Twitter <laughs> when when this comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be gone by the time we launch, or by, um, by the time we drop this. Um, the deal with with FDX is what nineteen years, and like a hundred thirty nine million or something like that. Is that correct? yeah? They get something similar with like crypto has. It's like they were all like twenty year deals and something. Yeah, it's not about, but we're in the hundred forty million dollar range for twenty years, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm going to assume that the LA market and the Miami market, from a pricing standpoint, probably. I mean, LA is probably a little more expensive for a naming right, but. We'll call it even. In theory, let's say 140 over 20 years, I can think of a lot of companies, a lot of individuals that that actually wouldn't be that big of a deal for. I mean, you could Dwayne have, The Rock Johnson Staples Center. You could have the LeBron James Center. You could have the Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. Memorial Center. <laughs> the Caruso Center. Yeah, yeah, the Rick Caruso Center that's going well. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he has that he has that church named after himself by I mean, USC. The so. Jacob and Ronnie Center. The Jacob and Ronnie Center. There it is. I mean, that might be a little, mm-hmm. little steep mm-hmm. for him. I was thinking the Dre Center. Like Dre could do that easily. That amount of money over a 10, 20 year period, he could afford that, no problem. Beats by Dre, yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, he's worth well over a billion. Um, you know, the USC, the USC Lakers Center, you know, let's do it. I like it. The Trojan Center. It's got at the very top, it's got like a little like a reservoir tip. Um, <laughs> on the J, all words on the J, on the J. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I mean, like there, especially in LA, like I don't think that's everybody's ever done that. But if you're talking, it just comes down to dollars and cents for a certain period of time, Jeanette. You know, the skinny jeans Goldstein Center. Mm-hmm. He could probably swing it. I mean, he won't. He'll probably be alive for another twenty years. I think he'll live to a eight hundred sixty-seven because <laughs> he's actually a witch. <laughs> 
He's been alive for thousands of years, actually. Uh, um, anyway. Yeah, I thought you were going to like ask us like companies or something well, yeah, like, like that. Like who, for who, this, yeah. Who, like if you were going for the Lakers at the Staples Center, and the reason I gave the personal examples, because I'm just kind of trying to think outside the box here, but where are you guys going if you could pick? Yeah, because, I mean, what what's left, what industries are left is like what you're going to name it. <laughs> like the food, the Kroger Center, Weed Maps Arena, uh, In and Out uh, Sport Complex. Uh, Some real random like restaurant chain, just like the one that sponsors them now. Oh, Pink Taco. Uh, the Gordon Ramsay Basketball Place. Ooh. Basketball place is perfect for him. Or um, since now, I mean, I don't think it can happen here because our gambling propositions failed in California. But like DraftKings Center, Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, It'd be funny if they did. FanDuel. Anyway. It would be kind of a waste of money after the last two days, but 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 th- that but maybe it could maybe it could. It for the future. Oh, so there you go. So what about like with the uh the Native American tribes that are successful that have their successful uh casinos? So why wouldn't it be like the San Manuel Center? Oh, or, I or just like- got it. I just got it. It's the um <laughs> it'll be the arena of Scientology. <laughs> There we go. They got the mm-hmm. Ched. They're local. They have. They do you got know, the Ched. Real property they do got the located ched. all over the city. They're familiar with you know zoning rights and and you know ordinances and dealing with boards already. I think they got a lot of the LAPD in their back pocket. Just keep Leah Remini out of there, and we got ourselves some. Got ourselves a deal here, right? Jeanette looks so terrified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not being serious, Jeanette. They are. <clears throat> They're gonna come for us now. No, they no, are. We'll probably be dead by tomorrow. They are consistent. They are consistently not anymore because I think now like the jig is up a bit with them. Well, maybe here in California. I don't know if in like other parts of the, the, the country and the world. Elsewhere? Yes. <laughs> Oh. They have they they know the laws of many countries and they know what they can and can't get away with. That's why they have that marine program, international waters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the reason I'm saying that is because I remember that there are many times where I would see their commercials and I'm like, this is really interesting. What what product is being sold? And then I would see that S at the end and I'd be like, oh no, I get so scared. <laughs> I'd be like, are they in here? Like, especially when I'm by myself. Just like there's there's one the doors no there Tom is Tom Cruise might show up there's one right now and it's the David Mis- Miscavige he's like it's like come and check us out and then it's the blue center over there in Hollywood and he looks very welcoming and inviting and I'm like they got his programming downright to sympathetic but it's still very creepy it's like where is your wife we still need to see your wife bro dude that's what made me think of Leah Remini because I was reading that thread that she put out today about like how that lady is just gone 
the and, only and, and to your to your point about LAPD, the only people that ever saw her was a few years ago. They did uh, one of those. Um, was it when they go to your house and oh, a well wellness check yeah. or a welfare check, and they claimed that they saw her, and I think this was kind of before like body cameras or something like that. Yeah, and they just said it was classified. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, we saw we saw this lady and she fit the description, so it's like Rhea, Leah Remini, shut the fuck up, and she was and she was still like demanding like more proof, like you know I want to see her holding a newspaper. Uh, Eating a eating a Big Mac, a McRib, or something. The McRib you know? isn't there all the time, so that's a better. Who's a McRib center? Mm. <laughs> I can't wait for Clit City to play Cream City this year. <laughs> Those are two different cities. I was trying to find a way to say it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Cream be Clit. <laughs> um, just. What the fuck were they thinking? Jeanette's dead. At least she didn't mute herself while she was laughing. <laughs> oh. God damn it. What the fuck? I mean, the Cream City one, I've seen... I don't think this is the first year for that. I think that was around last year, wasn't it? But it's it's awful. But I'm not... Which one's worse? Is it CLT or Cream... I think Cream City's worse. Like it's just no, I mean, it's definitely clip. I mean, clip, but at least it's abbreviated. Like Cream City literally just sounds like a poor, poor website. No, because or or like a subsection on no Pornhub. It, it, it's the thing that happens in horror movies where it allows your imagination to take you there. So it's like they won't, they won't, (laughs) yeah, salute me with staples. So they won't actually, (laughs) you know, why, why was the city edition, why number one from zero to nine, they could have put any number, but the one there activates your imagination to go to clit. Oh, I see. Cause you're reading it. CL1T. Mm-hmm. So uh, it 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 reinforces it. It reinforces it. So it's like They're trying to be edgy. Yeah. So you know how we're always saying about how the art of subtlety has been lost, and there's a lot of people that are very much heavy-handed in in their messaging or the things that they do. But with this one, it was like you know what we're gonna walk you to that point. And from there, your imagination is going to take over. And that's what happened with that. Man, I just, I just don't know what the hell they're thinking. <laughs> Some people were able to find it. Some people weren't. It is what it is. <laughs> my favorite my favorite tweet was Gojo. And it was like, is this image coming up like this for anybody else? And it's just an image not found. Huh. Is this coming up like this for anybody else? Oh God, that got me. Uh, there was there was pe- people were having some fun with those. Maybe. Well, Twitter lasts. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, who knows? Well, I I I got over under it like what three and a half weeks. Is that generous or is that conservative? I'm not even sure. Uh, I would give it. I'm gonna. Give, I mean, doesn't he have to try to make it through at least maybe one quarter 
Well, here's what I think. Uh, that's what happen. I th- I would have thought. Maybe make try to go at least a quarter, so that we can all get like the report of like the graph with the. Yeah, hold, hold on, Jeanette. What makes you think if he didn't want to keep it, he would want to get to an earnings report? Like, nah, dude. If he, if I, I, all right, I'll tell you what I think actually happens. And because also, be... he, also, if you wanted to, to like sell, like unload it, it's, that's where I was getting. To. It's not gonna be, you know, this isn't like it's gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not. He's gonna put it on offer up and meet somebody in like uh, outside of a Starbucks in Texas, but you never know. <laughs> the La Quinta in Arcadia. <laughs> La Grunta. Um. No, here's what I think will happen. I th- <laughs> don't swim with the dolphins there. Um, uh, they got great capers though, um, and slippers. Yeah, capers do not go well with fruit pies. Um, <laughs> I tried that and I regret it. Um, <laughs> keep it together. <laughs> These are all King of the Hill references for our listeners that are. Clean. He loves a Sunday, even on a Monday. Uh, God, what the fuck was I even going to say now? I totally we're, forgot. We're selling Twitter on offer up. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'll tell you what I actually think happens is that he probably sells it out of bankruptcy. He goes bankrupt and then. Sells it for a massive fucking loss and gets out of Dodge because he realizes how terrible he thinks. But like rich people bankruptcy, right? Not like actual like. Well, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, he won't be in bankruptcy. Just the company. Twitter would file for bankruptcy for reorganization, probably. And so, a lot of times when something like that happens, if it's a company that has actual assets. The assets will be sold off, or the land will be sold off, or something. But Twitter's only real value is the idea of Twitter, right? Yeah, because didn't he say that he was going to turn like Twitter HQ into like housing for the homeless? Yeah, I'm sure that's happening. He's he's making a bunch of people homeless currently by firing all of them and not having their severance packages properly executed by the relevant parties before they walk out the door. Um, this was not an I Love Lucy episode, by the way. No. But, <laughs> so, in addition to the bankruptcy thing, he's going to be sued to fuck from a lot of people. So, somebody will come in, I think, is my guess. I'm just guessing here. I'm not sure, but... I, I don't know anything. I haven't I talked to anybody. I don't know a damn thing. I haven't talked to anybody. I don't know anything. Um, it's just my opinion. But... Yeah, I think probably what happens is he eventually realizes he's going to fuck up everything if he doesn't get out of this shit. So he goes into bankruptcy to try to discharge whatever fucking debts he can. Hell yeah. Sells the shit off to somebody who wants to run it like it was before. And maybe Jack Dorsey. How I see it going, because I can't imagine... Tom from MySpace. I can't imagine this is sustainable, and I can't imagine that... He'll hang on so long that he loses everything else. Everybody, uh, get excited for Moss. That's in a few weeks here. We're getting close. Um, Keep an eye on these elections because you never know what's going to happen. 
looks like we're gonna get a house con- house controlled by the republicans and a senate controlled by the democrats but we shall see thank you Jim. Hell yeah thank you pal i'm jeff